This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Speaking of impressive-ish, Joshua Houts, Raheem Mostert. He is now at 20 touchdowns on the year, a Miami Dolphins record. Uh, I think one of the more impressive parts about this game is that it again proved that Mike McDaniel, it might not look pretty, it might not be simple, but he's doing what's necessary in order to win the football game. This is a Dolphins team that ran the ball 28 times. They only got 20, excuse me, 77 yards on those plays. That's 2.8 yards per carry. Mostert did get his two touchdowns. That a lot of help from Miami's defense turning the ball over four times. Um, the New York Jets special at this point. Uh, but it started with Mostert, 15 carries, 42 yards. He said after the game he didn't feel like he played at his best. I think I'd agree, but what the Dolphins did, when you play a defense like the Jets, one of the best passing defenses in the league, you just play it safe. You let the game come to you. You know that the opposing offense is going to give you opportunities to make plays, especially when you can have Zach Sealer stumble and bumble all the way down to the one-yard line. But, I mean, Devon Achan, nine carries, 32 yards. That's 3.6 per clip. Jeff Wilson got in for two carries for five yards. And, you know, you mentioned HN getting involved as a receiver. Two, three more receptions. So that's 12 carries. I think I like where they're going with HN having this 12 to 15 carry role. Probably a nice balance of receptions and carries. As you mentioned, man, someone like Chris Brooks is getting real close to returning. Yeah, it's just wild how, you know, they could sit there and almost plug and play. And, you know, they're, whether it's A-Chan out there or Raheem Mostert, they're both getting their work. But, dude, I mean, you and I were pretty, I don't want to say high on Raheem Mostert, but we were at least a little bit higher than uh, a lot of these fantasy Oh, we were blazed were. on I mean, Raheem I Mostert, dude. Yeah, we were blazed. I did not know that any of us thought he'd score 20 touchdowns. I don't think we thought he'd break a franchise record for touchdowns or uh, Ricky's record, which I'm trying so hard to find how many touches it was. I'll, I'll try to bring that up before the end of the pod. But he – he broke Ricky's touchdown record and the amount of uh, snaps he had in comparison was just absolutely insane. So um, again, didn't have the craziest average, but they continued to run the ball effectively down the stretch when they needed to. And uh, Mike McDaniel kept his finger on the gas in this one. And 
um, it, it worked out. So you got to love what Marie Mostert's doing. I mean, if that's just not a lesson for all of us, right? No matter how old you are, perhaps he's what, 31. I mean, it's not that old, but 31. Not, not compared to me though, but um, you know, no matter how old you are, you know, maybe you're still going to go out there and lead the NFL in rushing or whatever. So um, I'm glad that Raheem Mostert's doing this excited for Devon H and to, you know, get back into the lineup. Not really seen a lot of Jeff Wilson, but Chris Brooks, man, to bring him in in December and potentially January. I'm a little excited for that. Um, I actually saw people rocket the take out there that Raheem Mostert kind of reminded them of Jamal Williams that year with the Lions when he had, you know, nearly 20 touchdowns. Do you kind of feel like that? Because I, I get it in one sense where some of these touchdowns where yesterday it was awesome that, you know, I could finish my fist pump before Mostert's even in the end zone. That's how like he could just stroll to the end. But, uh, I think he's been more than just like this guy who's been scoring touchdowns. I think he's been bigger part of that offense where I, I think it might be discrediting him to kind of give him that Jamal Williams type feel, someone who was that true goal line back. I think most it's more than that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I pulled it up quick though. Adam Beasley, uh, Raheem Mostert has 17 rush touchdowns and 187 carries. Ricky did that in 383 carries. So big difference there. And I do agree with you. I mean, I had a, uh, Jamal Williams in fantasy and you know he seemed like that guy that would just you know goal line almost a merchant right he'd get those goal line touches and score touchdowns that way Raheem Mostert I mean I, I don't feel like he's at it all right he has the big play the explosiveness um honestly he's an RB1 for the Dolphins this season he can pass protect he can do everything so definitely not fair at all to say that he's just kind of a goal line sniper right because that's kind of what I remember Williams being but um Raheem Mostert is as explosive as any player in football. I think him and Christian McCaffrey both have 20 touchdowns. And to think that both those guys would be tied right now with touchdowns in the NFL, I mean, none of us would have thought that, Jake. No way we would have said Raheem Mostert at this point of the season would have the exact same amount of touchdowns as Christian freaking McCaffrey. Moster, 18 rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns through 14 games. He's eighth in the NFL in carries with 198, third in yards with 966, and he's averaging five yards per carry. That's about 95th in the league. And then, yeah, man, there were some of the... How do you feel about the Twitter doctors? Not people who just come out and, and say stuff. The people who actually are shooting their shots, they have MD in their Twitter profile, and they're just like launching like the way this guy landed. I'm so ready to say it's this. They're going to be out this long, and they have like these charts, and like it's, it's a lot that they throw into these um, Twitter reports, I'll call them. Yeah, I I don't I don't really have anything nice to say. I mean, I understand where they're coming from, right? I think a lot of it might have to do with fantasy football, and they're trying to you know get these things out there for fantasy owners and things like that, or just to be the first to, um, you know, critique this injury or whatever. But yeah, man, it's insane because you I mean you see it every week, right? They're sitting there slow moan like an injury, and they have no idea. They're just absolutely guessing. So I'm not a big fan of it. But um, what what they do in this one? What were you getting ready to say? What about these Twitter doctors? What are they saying? They said Achan had turf toe. At the end of the Washington game, right? He was he didn't practice throughout the week. I think he was he was limited by the end of the week. And and turf toe, like it's one of those things. It's a lot worse than it sounds, but it's like a two to four week. It's basically like a sprained toe. But I mean, I thought he looked pretty good out there on Sunday. I think that was kind of what I was getting at. And you think about the fact this was a team that um, they elevated Darrington Evans for this game. Um, I think he had two carries a couple weeks ago. He fumbled, had a fumbled snap with Tua. And we didn't see much of him after, but when they elevated him up for the game, I was kind of surprised that HN was not only active, but he got his, I don't want to say full workload, but a decent workload and, and looked solid.
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, no, that's surprising. I didn't hear them talking about the turf toe. And then I almost my head exploded because he was on the injury report this week for a toe injury, right? So I was like, oh, man, maybe these guys actually know what they're talking about. But I did not see, you know, he did not look like he was um, hindered or anything like that. It looked like the same Devon HN, right? And um, for Darrington Evans to get called up, that is a little bit of a surprise. And I, I just don't know what's up with Jeff Wilson. I think he's still, what, signed through next season. I think we talked about all year long about how he's making more than Raheem Mostert. I don't know what their plan is with Jeff Wilson, unless it is, you know, maybe they're trying to keep that one guy breaking case, case of emergency for the playoffs, but um, whatever it is, man, this rushing attack has been everything we had hoped for everything we wanted to see when we signed Mike McDaniel. And um, you got to also give the offensive line credit for all that, right? Austin Jackson stepped up. We saw Liam Eikenberg. He, he, he battled through this one. Um, it, Teron Armstead was out there finally. So we're starting to get healthy. You're starting to see some good things, but we just got to keep our foot on the gas, man. We we got to come away with a playoff appearance. That's what we need, right? I just I just need to see that 100% clinch playoff, and the rest of my life will be okay. Right, 99. For now. For now. Yeah, I know. They've been, though. Did, um, did you, was, I want to make sure I got this right. Um, Austin Jackson, he left late in the game with an oblique injury, right? The same oblique injury he's been yes. dealing with. Um. McDaniel said, said it wasn't it's not as bad as, as, okay, you say it, you got nailed it. it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got this. I, I just, I just, yeah, we, we both got it. He just said it wasn't as bad as Jalen Phillips, which kept him out, what, three to four games, I think. So hopefully we get Austin Jackson back. Hopefully there were just, you know, precautionary measures there, but um, someone else will step up, I guess, if they have to. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought the offensive line played well. It was nice to see him Lee, see Liam Eikenberg out there, and he's growing a pretty solid beard. So I mean, he's turning into an offensive lineman more and more each game. Um, McDaniel wouldn't rule out Robert Hunt, so that is good to see. Um, I think we have to wait until Week 18 for Jerome Baker to come back. Do, did we hear anything like Javon Holland, Deshaun Elliott, any other injuries here before we uh, wrap up? I don't I don't think there was anything else to do. I think Holland, those guys were close. I mean, Terry Kill was out there pregame. It looked like he was close to going and, uh, yeah, just kind of decided to punt with him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you nailed everything. I think, was it Javon Holland? Does he have like the two MCLs or something? There's something there yeah, that might sprained, be. Yeah, uh, M- sprained you know, MCLs. At least to me, crazy. not being a Twitter doctor, it seemed more severe than maybe, it, you know, they were letting up to believe. But it, whoever, I think we'll see those guys out there. Hope we see them out there. Xavier and Howard too, because um, secondary definitely looks different with those guys out there. Yeah, Drew Rosenhaus, uh, he, was, he does like a weekly show. I, I didn't even see what it was on. I'm sorry. Um, he kind of said that he was working with Tua or Tyreek throughout the week, kind of seeing if he'd be able to go. He did get an MIR, MRI. Wow, I'm a mess. Sorry, it's a long Monday. Um, and then the quote I took away from it, he said, they put the team ahead of the individual goals by deciding to not go out there, basically saying, hey, if Tyreek goes out there, he might not be 100%, but he'd still be so featured in the offense where it might put them a little behind, maybe just a drop because he's thinking about the ankle or whatever it may be. So nothing too, too surprising there. Hopefully he's back out there. But man, as we just saw on Sunday, two of the, the Dolphins have the hardest remaining schedule in the NFL. But you look at Baltimore, you look at Dallas, man. The one type of team that neither Dallas or Baltimore wants to play 
features a run game coordinator as their head coach. I'll tell you that right now when you start looking at either of those teams. So not trying to look too far ahead here, man, but this this win was much needed. It has me feeling pretty good entering this final little stretch here of the season. Yeah, and I, I think the thing I don't like is how we keep playing these teams that like are supposed to be really good, but then they like shit the bed one week and then we play them the following week, right? I mean, we, why do we got to play the Cowboys after they just got absolutely annihilated? But um, I do think the Dolphins match up well with them. We'll see if we, you know, go out there and pound the ball down their throat, whatever it might be. But um, I feel good, man. I feel a lot better than we did last week, and I'm looking forward to this for this week's Hard Knocks, right? And we, we can look forward and get excited to seeing this one post them uh, last week. Just like sad, sad stuff.